0: Welcome to the podcast, Storytelling and Safety, brought to you by you, the listener. Please visit the website, storytellingandsafety.com, for other episodes. Thanks for coming back to the podcast. You're with Storytelling and Safety, and I'm your host, Tim Page Botter. Just wanted to say thank you for all that you've done. Um, we've really just surpassed a major milestone here, 2,000 downloads. Um, and in just our short time of being on the air, um, I'm, all of you, I'm just very grateful for listening. And today's uh, podcast is uh, kind of a special one. The reason why is that we've been invited to to the to state legislature here in Arizona to actually interview the state senator, Karen Phan, who's also the president of the state Senate. Uh, so Jeremy Bethiccourt, who has been an integral figure in the Arizona Distracted Driving Summit, um, also talking about drive smart, um, Arizona, I, all the things that Jeremy has been able to do to put a coalition together with Barbara Holbrook and a couple of other key folks. I have just been astonished. And so I told Jeremy, I'd love to come down and interview the, the Senator from Prescott, Arizona. And her name again is Karen fan. So we were invited into her office and the, the fanfare was just that just, you know, security was high, um, Obviously, it's it was the interview occurred around inauguration time for the for the national president. So we spent some time with her. Um, this interview was quick. We only had thirty minutes, and basically fifteen minutes to interview her, and maybe five minutes to get out on the on the Senate floor. So I'm actually going to attach a photograph um, of Jeremy and I and President of the Senate Karen Fan, and uh, let's just kind of get to the discussion. I'll I'll precede the questions through the podcast recording. And we'll just go from there. So here is our very first question. Welcome back to Storytelling and Safety. I'm with Senate President Karen Fan today for the Arizona State Legislature. Um, And I'd like to say welcome to the podcast, Karen. Thank you for being here. Thank you. My pleasure. So, Senator, could you let us let our listeners know how you got involved with uh, being in the legislature?
1: Yes, uh, this is actually about my 20th year involved with politics. And I started out on a local city council level with city of Prescott and then Chino Valley mayor, uh, because I wanted to get involved with my community and give back to my community. And somehow I ended up here on the statewide level.
0: Well, working with people and and trying to make a difference with them. um, So what is it about people that you want to make a difference, especially around health and safety?
1: Well, first of all, we are, you know, we're all part of this world and so consequently we absolutely need to make sure that we do it as safely as possible and we watch out for each other. I own a highway construction company. So I am my employees and everybody I know is out there on those highways working all the time. So public safety has been in my life forever.
0: Okay, so you have a lot of people on the road and they got to drive your trucks and And so they definitely have to follow some kind of policy. Absolutely. Whether it's a company policy or whether it's a state policy. That's right. So 2020 has been kind of a tornado of a year. How do you think this will compare to the new year coming up, 2021?
1: Uh, Well, I first thought I couldn't wait for 2020 to get over because I thought 21 would be better. But so far, it's not sticking out (laughs) that way. (laughs) So um, I still have high hopes. And I'm positive thinking that we will get through this together. We just... We have to be patient. We have to work together. Mm,
0: yeah, you're about right about that, and that means you got to work with people too. Okay, so we we have a new distracted driving law here in Arizona. Um, can you tell our listeners what your role was regarding the newly en- en- enacted driving law? Distracted driving law. Well,
1: it's something we've been working. I've been down here ten years. This is my eleventh year, and we started working on this ten years ago. Jeremy Benton Court has been a amazing uh, supporter of this and has worked very very hard. Um, as, as are some other people throughout the state that have done it. Um, one of the reasons I look at it is, remember I said I work highway construction? There is nothing more dangerous than to have people out there on the highway working, and you have cars coming by at 65, 75 miles an hour, and their hands or ro- eyes aren't on the road. Mm. That's how my people get killed. That's how ADOT employees get killed. So besides the bigger picture of rear-end accidents or pedestrians being hit, there is this whole safety issue within our own construction industry that is a huge concern.
0: Okay, that's a great answer. So construction-wise, you have some really good experience as a a leader of an organization, but then on top of that, as a leader of the state senate, you also bring that to the table, which Mm -hmm. is really good for legislation. All right. So far, so good. It looks like uh, the conversation is going in the right direction. And uh, we've got some questions that came from chapter members. So I had to reconfigure here and then um, rephrase a question that came from us from Brandon Wiseman. Uh, Brandon is the chapter president of the American Society of Safety Professionals in Arizona. And his question was, where do citizens find the best resources in regards to how they can help in distracted driving? So let's turn it over to the senator.
1: Where can the citizens get the best resources for the new distracted driving laws uh, is huge. We've, of course, on the website, the media has been all over this. There are great organizations that Jeremy works with and uh, American Traffic Safety Association, uh, our construction, our, uh, construction organizations. Uh, We're always putting all that information out there to make sure people understand what the new rules are, why it's important, and what the penalties might be if you don't pay attention.
0: Okay, so how can uh, society, ASSP, and other safety professionals support the efforts to help end distracted driving? in the future?
1: It's definitely going to be an ongoing uh, challenge because it's going to be like when seat belts were first required. It, for those of us who are older than 30, uh, we we remember it was a time, it was kind of what we're going through now with the no mask wearing, right? Mm-hmm. People felt like we were infringing on their right to not have a seat belt on. And it took, you know, a good decade for people to finally get on board. Uh, you know, first it was back about, okay, if I don't do it, then I'm going to get stopped and I get a ticket and everything else. Now you rarely see somebody get in and not put on that seatbelt because they have seen t- so many articles, they've seen, you know, too many cast about how people have died because they were thrown from their vehicles. And I think this is going to be the same thing with the distracted driving. More and more as that comes out and people start seeing the example they're going to say, well, I don't like it, but I get it.
0: Okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I remember me being a child and my dad talking about the, the, the seatbelt law and always complaining about it, but nevertheless, he ended up starting to wear it. And then, ironically, what you said, it takes five to ten years to adjust a safety climate or culture in an organization.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Probably likely the same for a population.
1: Nowadays we actually look back. We, were, in fact, I was talking to my husband about this the other day. He goes, "Do you remember when we were little and we used to like stand up on the front, on the front, you know, on the, the front seat? You know, the parents are driving and you got the little kids, three and four right. year olds. They're like literally standing up on the seat." Mm. And I'm like going, "Can you, I mean to look back on that now? It's like, man, as parents we were idiots." That was, for that that. was gold.
0: That was gold. OK, um, on our podcast, we have a little game called Podcast Roulette, and we typically spin a wheel, and we've already predetermined your question. So if your game <laughs> the question is, if you could have a movie describe your life, a movie or a television show, what would the movie or television show be?
1: Still don't have an answer for you on that one. Indiana Jones the Temple 2 For me, I don't know. What do I don't know? What it be? I mean, for politics, everything I do is you know West Wing or I don't want to say I don't want to say House of Cards because that one kind of went went pretty uh, weird. So that wasn't a very good one. (laughs) I don't know. Somebody give me an idea and I'll tell you whether I like it or not.
0: Well, I like his mask and I like my tie probably represents what I believe An in. The Empire Strikes Back. No, no, no. Yeah, that's what we no, no, that's what. No, That's not hand. us. That's <laughs> <too heavy laughs> <hand>. I do
1: <don't laughs> think we want her to have that. Uh, let's see. Return of the Jedi? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, she, yeah, she could be considered a Jedi. That's it.
1: I don't know. If the first word that comes to my mind would be Pollyanna, only because I always try to look at everything the glass half-full instead of half-empty. That's so, good.
0: That's, that's good. I like that one. Optimistic like outlook. Like. Always Very positivity. Optimistic. Well, that's and, how you have to it's the only way to win. I mean, you're, win. You're already talking, so you might as well just oh, sorry. participate. participate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you for your time. We really appreciate it. You're welcome yeah. very much. Thanks. You bet. Well, we had a good time with that conversation, and our good friend Jeremy Bethencourt was in the room, and so was Diana. And uh, she's the deputy director of communications for the Capitol. And uh, just making sure that we're asking the right questions. And, of course, and she took the photograph, and we went out on the state Senate floor. Uh, The conversation here with Senator Fan was—I got a chance to interview her a year before and the year before that at the Distracted Driving Summit. Um, My particular role at the summit was that I was the MC of the event. Um, Anyway, she came on as a panelist a couple of years in a row, and I think even before then, when uh, before I got involved with the with the coalition. So Jeremy Bethecourt was in the room, and uh, I just want to give a big shout out to him and Barbara and all the other folks that are in the Distracted Driving Coalition, including the American Society of Safety Professionals and the Arizona Chapter. Um, and again, that was Brandon Wiseman's question. From He was the Chapter President. Um, and of course, Carly Baez, she was the Chapter President before him. Um, she was extremely involved. And it, this uh this interview went uh, really really well. Um although it's short, it's just that it gave us a pretty good clue at um at people that are supporting the distracted driving law uh here in Arizona and and the outcome has been has, has been well received. It's been well received. So I'm going to end on that note. Uh we will have another podcast in at least a couple of weeks. Um got a good lineup and I'm not going to reveal who the lineup is because I want you to be surprised. Um let's just say I may not be doing the interview. All right. With that said, if you need to get a hold of me, um, you can reach me at all kinds of media. I'm on Facebook. Reach me at storytellingandsafety.com or timpagebodorf.com. If you need to get a hold of Senator Fan, her email is kfann at azleg.gov. Jeremy Bethcourt, he's everywhere. So I'm sure you guys can find him. Um, Look him up on social media. Thank you for joining us today and uh, we'll see you down the road. This podcast was brought to you by you, our listeners.
1: Thank you for attending and spending some of your time with us.